Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. And now, another post from Aunt Nora. I don't like to spread rumors, but I hear that a specific donut shop that everyone loves and is a staple in the area that was sold to an owner that doesn't run it quite the same that we came to know and love won't be baking spritz cookies this year. Good move. Found somewhere else that will. Humbug. Sharon below says, are you talking about? I'm not saying where it is. (laughs) She blew it up. Yes, she did. That was another post from Cat's Aunt Nora. That adorable audio for me of this little girl who, uh, uh, I don't know how she has gone three years without never going down a Target toy aisle. I feel like I was there too much with my kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Are you serious? Oh my gosh. <gasps> oh my gosh. The turn of every head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, we're playing so Angelina. Oh my gosh. So, oh, Rapunzel and Angelina. I love that. All of everything she'd ever wanted now in one place. But that's how I feel, girlfriend, when I go down all the other aisles at Target. I just do that to myself. Oh, I'm not my stimulated gosh. by Target anymore. You're not. No. I can live there. I don't know why. It's a great place, but it, it doesn't do place. anything for me anymore. Um, but, I mean, kids at every single age obviously want something different. Tastes are different. What is your kid or what are your kids asking for this year? Do you have any requests well, for them? We, or are you no, just- we made it clear. We're taking our entire family uh, for like a week-long ski trip yeah. in Breckenridge. You and, made it clear. And, well, yeah, right. My, my wife made it very clear. And so the kids, we asked them last year because when my kids got to an age where they, they just want money or like the one last year needed a cell phone, you know what I mean, like a yeah. new phone. So it got to the point where it's not, they're old enough where it's not like fun, open this up, there's a toy, or here's something I really, really need. Yeah. And um, and so my wife had the idea, well, what if we just take a, a family trip, that will be the money we would spend on Christmas, let's spend it on a, a getaway, on an experience. And they were all in right away when we brought it up to them, like we talked about it last January. Yeah. And they were all in on it. So my wife started planning right away, to, and we – we kept reminding them throughout the year, guys, it's on the books now. We're going skiing. Mm-hmm. There won't be any Christmas presents. We had to keep doing that because what I truly believe is that my spoiled-ass children believe yeah. we're going to walk into this VRBO and there's going to be a Christmas tree with a hundred Christmas presents <laughs> under it that they all get to open up. They are very conscious. We've been very upfront with them that there is no Christmas presents this year. It's the experience. Yeah. So I don't have a wish list from either of any of the children, actually. That was the conversation I had with Liam even last night. I said, buddy, when I ask you what you want for Christmas, you literally can't think of a thing. So I'm sitting here trying to figure out what he wants. spoiled beyond belief. And that's okay. He's a good kid. If he were, if he were a rotten Veruca salt, then, <laughs> I, then I'd be like, good. You don't need anything. But he's such a great kid. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, last night... He just said, all I want is one of uh, like an elite Nike basketball bag. And I feel like he's getting a basketball bag. You should bag. get him the Vikey one. The, the what? The knockoff one. That's $29. The Fikey? The Fikey one. With the upside down <laughs> swoosh. He'd be on to me by then. Uh, no, you said, just always got to carry it upside down. Yeah. <laughs> but what? 
sometimes when you make those lists, like I should show you how cute his list is. He wants deodorant, but old spice deodorant. And then he wants a Sports Illustrated magazine basketball edition. Not that he doesn't want the swimsuit edition? <laughs> no, that he wasn't that specific. He'll get there. Christmas. We both have realized that we, we don't have little kids anymore. Yeah. So what's that cool thing? Based on this little girl's reaction of when she was in Target for the very first time, she was starstruck. Oh, my gosh. Oh, are you serious? Are you serious? Every toy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! She's just shaking. Like when I go through the gains area of Target, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, another eucalyptus candle. Like, oh my gosh. That's uh, me when I get to like the new baseball glove section. Yeah. At like a Dick Sporting Goods or Shields. I'm like, oh my, oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, they've got the new A2000. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh, the new Nakona is out. Yeah. And everybody looks at me because I say it out loud and I don't realize I'm talking all loud. Yeah. You need like a, a collar buzzer. That's it. When you're that's, gonna do that's, stuff like that. that's what really gets me hype. Lisa texted, my daughter wants seven Barbies, all different skin colors. That is really cute and very like aware. You know, you want all your Barbies to look different and not just this blonde white Barbie. I love that. 1172 says dino dig set, dino everything. That's what my son is into. So that's my nephew. The dinosaur thing is heavy. Yeah. There's a lot out there. So yeah, my nephew was into the dinosaurs for a second too. He knows everything about every dinosaur. I had to like just think of what he'd be interested in because he is testing Santa this year. So he is not telling anybody Uh, what he wants. uh, He's testing. So he is mailing his That's letter. What happens when you give kids free, free, you know, like free thought patterns. Yeah, it's a mess, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta snuff that out right away. Yeah, they're losers. Don't let them start thinking for themselves. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so Julia Fox, she is back with more secrets of her thirty days that she dated Kanye West. First of all, the man was being normal around me. By the time me and him got together, it was like. He hadn't been doing anything, you know, like out there yet. He, the only thing he had done was change the name in the song and said, like, come back to me, Kimberly. That was like really the only thing when we met. That was it. But he really wanted to be with me, even though he said, come back to me, Kimberly. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> now that? Now that I say it okay. out loud. Uh, let me get into the relationship with this guy. Oh, what? Hey, just wait. You're making songs about your ex, begging yeah. her to come back. This should be something sustainable. More from her in one hour with the next paparazzi of how she thought she could change him for the better. All right. David Duchovny, I had this conversation with a parent last night, and we were talking about how... You know, the tra- Santa should have t- started the tradition where we celebrate Christmas all year round. And then that night he takes the night off. Like you randomly gift things to your children all year round. So you don't have to spend a ton that night. David Duchovny does this. I'm thing. well known in my family for um, giving gifts way too early. Like if I get a gift for anybody, my sense is always like, why shouldn't they enjoy it as soon as they can? Pretty much all the Christmas gifts are have, have been my son. I, I got him a coat because I saw this great coat that I knew he would love. And he came over and he said, Dad, please don't give it to me until Christmas. And I said, but what if it doesn't fit? And then on Christmas, you have to send it back and then you won't get to wear it until the next year. So I gave it to him. There you go. I want someone like that in my family all the time, just giving me stuff all year round. Taylor Swift, I think maybe she has tried to test them every now and then. You tell somebody 
one thing. You don't tell anybody see else. See if it leaks, yeah. And see if it leaks. And then you know who the snake is in your circle. I'm pleasantly surprised by the fact that I tell my friends absolutely everything and it never ends up getting out. After a long vetting process, I think it would be amazing to know that nobody was going to betray you like that. You know, and what is the worst that she could possibly tell them? You know, she doesn't do drugs. Well, She's not like, oh, last night I got so hopped up on, on blow. She doesn't do that stuff. What could she possibly tell them? Never know what somebody's them? doing behind their doors, Kat. That is gossip worthy. I'm pretty sure she's she's good. Blowing out their candles today, we have Haley <gasps> Bieber celebrating in Japan with her husband, Justin. What? What if she grooms her cats? With her tongue? Yeah, like licks her own cats. As a mom cat? That's pretty messed up. Can I continue? One thing I've always been grateful for is our listeners wanting to share what's going on in their lives and being really open about what they could get help from us for. Like, yeah. hey, we're here to entertain, guys. It's it's about having fun and trying to make your ride to work a little less hellish. That's always our goal. But we once in a while... great advice through texting. Like, when you call and tell your story in your own words, then people are like, wow, this has happened to me, and this is how I got through it. And I know just enough here to know that I wanted to bring Sarah onto the show. So could you start from, like, the very beginning here for us? Well, so um, my dad died, and he was really, really big into serving his church. And his last dying wish was that the majority of, you know, his money and all of his inheritance go to the church. But recently, like, with all of the stuff going around, like, we've had a huge scandal. And, like, there's a big clergy scandal going on. And since, you know, he's been buried and all the... The, the paperwork has kind of come out that this is what he wanted. Like, I don't feel like it's appropriate to give it there. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like a material physical thing. I, I almost want to step in and like take over because this is not his wish to like give it to someone like that. Right. But like also to give it to the church. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is weird uh, uh, because I, you know, I lost both my parents, but neither of them had like a, Hey, here's where I want all my money to go. This was more like, Hey, we want to make sure our grandkids are taken care of and stuff like that. But yeah, this is right. uh, in the, in the, here's the hard part for me is there might have been a couple of bad clergy member or even one and I'm sure the church is probably a good church and they're doing a good thing, but should they be denied, you know, this kind of uh, funding because somebody made some bad decisions along the way? I say make them answer like do you feel like my dad would agree with what's going on here? You know, you can't plus a bad apple situation, it's just one person Doing something that your dad wouldn't right. like. Okay. But here's the other thing. Like, well, and he I'm didn't assuming... have this information. Right. So, exactly. you know, what would, he, what would he have done had he had he had this information? I don't think he would have done the same thing. I really don't. What do you feel like he would do with the money other than that? Because then you'll have to honor that. So would there be another charity? Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, he would probably give it to, like, the Boy Scouts or, or something like that. But even those things are changing. So I'm not even sure where it should go. I know he wants it to be of service, but not in this way. Okay. okay. Well, let's throw this out to our audience. They're usually good at picking up and, and throwing some suggestions. So if you turn your radio up, we'll see what they have to say about, uh, you know, where dad's money should go. Thank you for chiming in. Yeah, thank you, guys. A couple seconds ago, I heard from Sarah, who uh, unfortunately lost her dad. And her dad's dying wish was for a, a large amount of his inheritance, the inheritance, to go to his church well between the time of her dad passing and now there's been a, a scandal at her church yeah and she's like i don't know if i want this to be the place i want the money to go and like i, I get that but man like if there's one bad apple at the church 
Does that mean none of the money can go there? No, it does not mean that. Um, but I love this idea from Addison. We have so many amazing texts coming through, and I know we have lines lit up, but it says, I think our family members stay with us always. Don't rush the decision. Oh, Your call. loved one will guide you. You never know. Take a year, have it in the bank. And then maybe one day you're like, oh, my God, my dad would love that. He would love to give money to help those people. And then there you know. Alicia, first thought when you heard this, what are you thinking uh, that she should do with the money? Um, honestly, there's kind of ways around that. Having a bad apple in the church or whatever it may be doesn't actually condone, you know, the church itself. Right. And there's always people that need stuff in the church. She yeah. could take the money or some of it or whatever it might be, pay taxes on the building, buy stuff for the children's program, buy food, $500 gift card or something to a grocery store because they always have their, like, food stuff for people, sure. people there, the coffee, blah, 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 stuff like that. So where it's still going to what he wished, it's just not directly to the people to make that decision that are maybe the bad apples. That way she doesn't live with the guilt because living with the guilt and making the correct decision to a dying family member is not something she A little wants. more of a, a guided investment then instead of just uh, writing a check, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got what you. Do you great go to idea. church for you go to church for the feel. You go to church uh, to to shake hands with your neighbors, yeah. and and he probably made several connections there. So thanks, Alicia. We really appreciate your thoughts. Morning, Ashley. How you feeling? Good. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. What would you do here if uh, if your dad had passed and his dying wish was to leave the money to the church, but church got caught up in a scandal? What are you thinking? that was it the leaders of the church or somebody that just was at the church right well it's, it's to me it sounded like top down like somebody that was either a clergy member or somebody who was you know maybe in the in the higher ups as far as uh you know making decisions for the for the congregation as a whole that's a, it's a difficult decision to make i would probably i mean go with what her father wished for it's, mm-hmm. a t- it's a tough and choice. I wouldn't necessarily donate the money, like actual money. I'd probably just donate gift cards, okay. like okay. like uh, grocery gift cards or gas gift cards or uh, Target gift cards, that kind of thing. Because those can be used for certain things, but not, like, it's hard to abuse those. Yeah, somebody's not going to take home a big chunk of, a big wad of cash out of that, huh? I don't think I'd give it to the head person. If I knew the head person was doing shifty stuff. I, I would oh, definitely help the clergy out individually. It, thanks, Ashley. I really appreciate your thoughts this morning. I got time for one more call real quick. Cora, what would you do? Dad passes away but leaves a big chunk of money to the church and you find out there's kind of a scandal. Maybe you're not really you know, completely positive that your money's going to go to the right thing. What do you do here? Um, personally, what I would do is probably donate to like a food shelf, especially around kind of the holiday season. I know there's a bunch of families that can struggle to get those um, Thanksgiving and Christmas meals on the table. So that would might be another option or donate to possibly a youth shelter to help out with um, winter coats and things for some of those innocent children where hopefully there shouldn't be as many scandals floating around. Right. Yeah, good looking out. I think I think one thing that we kind of forget is that. When when dad decided what to do with a big chunk of this money, he wanted it to do good right now. And I think that's the bottom line, whether that's through your church, whether that's through another organization as far as coats for youth or, or anything like that. I don't know if you're necessarily tarnishing dad's last wish if it doesn't go to the church. Yeah. As Can long as it goes though, too good. Like how amazing would that feel to give in his name people that need it 
a gift around the holiday season, they'll forever remember that well, in his name. It's a domino effect too, right? You give to somebody and they're going to do something a little bit better and they're going to give back and they're going to give back. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll keep happening. So good thoughts on this, Cora. Thank you. Yep. Have a great morning. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to get through on the phone, you can definitely text us. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. If this was dad's dying wish, what would you do to kind of honor it? Would you go to the church and uh, maybe vet it a little bit? Would you talk to the president of the church and say, hey, I understand we're going through this right now. Here are my concerns. You know, how would you handle it? As long as you're doing something good with the money, dad would be happy and proud. And your parents never had? Uh, 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 no, I mean, they gave a, a large amount of money to organizations they, they believed in. Yeah. But their their big thing was uh, they, they wanted to make sure uh, grandchildren had uh, education set up. Mm-hmm. That was the big deal. They, they And... And that's, you know, the, the wish that my wife and I continue to carry on is my, my parents were both really big into making sure that our kids were involved in our, in our congregation yep. and they got confirmed and that they got a good start on life as having a strong faith. And then they wanted to make sure that they, and my dad was really specific about this, let them study what they want to study. Yeah. They don't have to go to a four-year college. Do not press them to go to a four-year college. If they want to be an electrician, if they want to be a plumber, if they want to work on cars, whatever, but pay for their education, help them get it. Yeah. And that'll pay you back. And, uh, and that was kind of, these are weird conversations to have as you get older. I mean, if you're in your early twenties, normally you don't have these conversations, but I'm 37 and you start to have these conversations with your grandparents, even some of your parents, my dad's in his seventies. And so it's like, it's a weird spot to be in. It sucks, but it, it is one of those things that you start coming to terms with mortality a little bit more. And you start realizing that, hey, nobody's going to walk the earth forever. Yeah. So you start thinking about what's what's your legacy. It's going to be cold enough to have snow. but We might not have any come Monday. And as we work towards the Christmas holiday, which I know is obviously your jam. Yes. But you always haven't had like the best. And I love that you've turned what was kind of lemons into lemonade because right. you always haven't had the greatest Christmas season. Isn't that how it goes though? Like you go without when you're younger. Making and then it better for your children. You do. Like that. And it was rough when I was younger. You make it seem like it wasn't, but we went through it. And I remember one specific Christmas and it'll stick with me forever that my uncle had made my dad work. Okay. Or oh, his, it was his uncle. I'm sorry, this, my this, great uncle. Guys, this is such a sad story. It is sad. And my mom was sitting there making, oh, and I can taste it right now, cabbage soup for like the <laughs> millionth night in a row because we were so poor. And she's cooking it over this open flame. And we're all just in this like one room house where we lived. And my younger brother, he was not feeling well. He was ill and he had uh, a crutch. And... <laughs> One night, <laughs> my dad is like, I have to work. I'm sorry. He's making me work on Christmas Eve. I'm like, what a monster. Why would he make you work on a holiday when you should be spending time with family? And so he goes right. to work and puts in his time. And his great uncle, he saw me. He's like, I think he saw a ghost. He looked like frightened. Pale. And pale and, and upset about what he had seen and so, oh, hold on. I hate oh. to cut off, uh, you know, one of your family stories. Good yeah. morning. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How about you? Great. Thank you. Uh, what can we do for you today? Um, is she talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> no, uh, this is my life. No, this is her life. Anyway, so we're Please eating the cabbage stew, and he gets home, and he only got like just a couple of couple of cents from oh, his great uncle. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hello? 
Oh, uh, every, I don't know why everybody. Hey, hi. Good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Cat is lying. It's the it's the Christmas story with Scrooge. God, uh, we gonna take well, that? Yeah, we'll it's the holiday it, yeah. season. Yeah. I was like just about to get to the the part of the story where we call my brother Tiny Tim. Technically, we were looking Tim, for yeah, little Timmy with a, the crutch. Yeah, yeah Christmas Carol. Carol. Yay! What's your name? My name is Lisa. I didn't like her stove top yesterday. Oh. <laughs> well, then we got to go. Um, you know, that is that is one of those Christmas stories that have been done this way, that way. I hope that your stories are better than Kat's when she decides to take a <laughs> popular movie and make it her life. You're a winner today. Someone wrote, good God, Kat. <laughs> was- what got you? The, the cabbage stew? Or the well, mini crutch. Well, I knew you weren't didn't grow up poor. Right. This girl has the biggest <laughs> silver spoon up her ass I've ever seen. Listen, and let's set it straight. I did not laugh at a child that has a crutch, okay? I laughed because really? JJ well, turned his somebody, back. Can somebody play the audio I could, back. I couldn't like compose myself. Anyway. Uh, President Biden, he had a chance to save a couple of turkeys' lives. Boy, are they lucky. First of all, the votes are in. They've been counted and verified. There's no ballot stuffing. There's no foul play. The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our team. My fellow Americans, please welcome the 2022 National Thanksgiving turkeys, chocolate and chip. I just love it. I don't care what president you voted for. When they sit there and talk to turkeys, it's so funny to me. I just love it. This is why other countries... Look at us the way they look at us. He's talking to turkeys again. Is he talking to a turkey again? Another president talking to turkeys. All right. So if you're planning on um, this kind of a tradition for us, I don't know if we're going to do it this year, but I feel like more Thanksgivings than not, we go out and see a movie after. Like we eat and then we go see a movie. We won't have time this year, but I've done it since I was a little kid. My parents would load us up and we go see a movie, but uh, there are a lot of movies uh, made available to you streaming. So a Christmas story, Christmas that is like the old school with Ralphie. He comes back as a grown up, streaming on HBO Max right now. Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Santa Clauses that is on Disney Plus. And then I was I was hoping that Violent Nights was out. Oh, it's like a scary one where Santa Claus comes back and he's like this vigilante and he's got like this gun and he takes care of all the bad guys. It looks. So good, uh, but that's not out until the second of December. But it won't really be Christmas till they start rerunning Bad Santa, if you ask me. That's a good one. It's my. I don't mind that Billy one. Billy Bob Thornton yeah. is a genius. Yeah. Liam, how you doing this morning? Pretty good. What you doing right now? Like as of right now, it sounds like you're in your bathroom. Are you are you one in or two in? I'm actually putting an engine, taking an engine out of a Altima. Right, that's what, what I thought. What a manly man. Are you a Liam or are you a William? William, but Liam or Bill or whatever. doesn't. Bill or Billy or Mac or Buddies? That's my son. My son's a William. Sounds like you're turning a wrench right now. Are you struggling at something? Are you okay, man? Well, I'm actually holding a bottle of whiskey in uh, my right hand and then the Stop that. <laughs> Is your beard growing as we're talking? <laughs> you just sound like... I love it. Okay. Well, Let's get going. 625 Whiskey Trivia this morning is uh, is pretty simple. It has to do with uh, the returning of Christmas gifts. So, Liam, you get one guess only. Candles are the most re-gifted item during the holiday season. What is number two? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's not clothing. All right. So, candles are most re-gifted or, uh, re-gifted or brought back holiday gift. What is number two? 
Um, I have no idea. Christmas ornaments. Uh, no, fruit nobody returned. No, not fruitcake <laughs> either, man. All right, back to drinking and heavy motor work. Have a great day today. <laughs> Take care. Uh, Kale, that's tough to stand up to. I don't know how manly you feel this morning, but unless you're holding a bottle of whiskey and putting a motor in an Ultima, you're going to pale in comparison, but I'm still going to give you a chance to win here. What are you doing, by the way? I'm on the way to work here, right. but I pulled over on the side of the road. Look at you. He's the he's the <laughs> regular guy. He's like, I, I dressed up. I'm going to work. I'm going to pull over and be safe. While the other guy takes out a motor with a bottle of whiskey. Kale, candles uh, regifted more than anything else over the holiday season. What's number two? It's not clothing. Not Christmas ornaments or fruitcake either. Hmm? Kale? Kale. It's got to be like glasses. Like a- Nope. Are you on a satellite phone from Afghanistan by chance? Drew a blank. No, I have no idea. That was a long blank, man. Good luck with the rest of your day. Thank you. Bye, Kale. He's acting how people expect Kales to act. Yeah, you're not doing anything for the name. Amy, I'm going to give you our last guest today. Hopefully you're a little sharper than the last guest. Represent for the ladies, Amy. Uh, Here we go. We know it's not, uh, what did Kale even say? Glasses? No, glasses. Uh, It's not glasses. It's not fruitcake. It's not Christmas ornaments. Candles. Number one regifted item. Number two is? I would say Jewelry. Oh, okay. Good guess. Not right. If I had to give you another uh, guess, I would say, uh, Amy, it can be soft or hard. <laughs> Pillows. Mm, oh, that yes. was a really good guess. I was looking for books was the right answer. Oh. Like you give people, me a book, you see your way out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a book for the holidays. Really? You don't like hardcover books? Candles are, I, I'm so surprised that that is brought back the number one item brought back. But I love more candles. of a regifted or returned. I think it's probably even more regifted. Like if you oh, get okay. a candle and you got enough, it's nothing for you to throw that back in a bag or throw a ribbon on it and but give it to your sister-in-law. Books are so personal. Like you go and you pick out a book that you identify with. Like if somebody were to get you a book that you didn't ask for, that's yeah. weird. Good morning, Denise. What can we do for you? Hi. Um, Hi. So I'm. <laughs> Hello. I'm calling in. I can't believe I'm calling in for this. Um, I'm calling in, and I guess I'm kind of nervous to um, even be talking about this. Um, so don't be. I don't know if I'm being crazy or weird or paranoid or what, but um, like you know how your partner smells, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. that sounds crazy to say that. Um, but my husband and I, we've been together for eleven years, and he wears the same cologne that he has always worn. Like that's the go-to you know, present or, or whatever. Um, but I would say for probably the last few months, I've been trying to think of exactly when, maybe months. Yeah. That he smells different. Like Like he smells like what? Weed? No, like, like my mother's, you know, old perfumes that I would sit and play with. Like he smells like a woman. I don't. 100 per- I mean, it's not me. Yeah, are you sure it's not you? This is heavy. We know accusa- our own perfume. This is a heavy accusation. I'm positive. Yeah, we know our own perfume. No, and that's why I feel crazy, like, calling, because this is one of those things, like, okay, perfume, like, for it to be lingering when he comes home from work, like, he's a maintenance engineer, he works, but there is a girl in the office. Yeah. And I really don't like her. I've never really liked her. She's always kind of giving me the look, like, women to women, we know. And... She'd have to be up on him for it to come home with him. Right? Girl. Yeah. Right. That's what right. I'm thinking. Uh, 
like even through the car ride and he occasionally will like try and sneak a cigarette and like I can smell that but like I'm not going to pick a fight over that and I can still smell it on his clothes so like I don't know how to bring up a smell like that's like not evidence enough right like yeah you got to be really careful here because this if if you're wrong yeah this is like oh I don't want to be part of that conversation man like more than six feet we're like you know people don't get that close anymore like that's a thing yeah you know this what I mean? is like leaning over somebody and then their scent is there long enough to get on your fabric of your clothing consistently too uh, here's my thought you're already sensitive to the smell because it has an emotion tied to it you said this is like what your mom's old perfume smelled like are you sure you're not just maybe smelling something that's kind of like that like it could be a soap from the bathroom or something and it ties into a an emotion you know, you sound like my therapist, but um, <laughs> I thought of, like I, I have thought about it, and I really haven't. I don't want to like throw a wrench in anything over a smell, but yeah. like it's consistent and it's happening every day. Oh, so my and cousin was big I'm, on the pop-in lunches. I'm going to be honest with you. She would bring, oh, oh, I just thought you'd like a random sub from right. Subway. The neighborhood. And she would do it often, and I don't want to tell you this, but I got to. She did catch something and it happened a few years ago and he hasn't done it since but maybe she's just pushing up on him and it's hard for him to say i don't know i don't want to come you know to let's see what our listeners think this is a perfect thing to lob out there and see if they have any suggestions for you on it i just man this is a heavy accusation so we'll toss it out there if you want to turn your radio up we'll see what they say okay thank you guys this is weird because people usually don't just purge this kind of stuff on us uh, on on the spring. Usually we'll get a text or an email. We'll say, hey, do you want to come on the show and let everybody know what you're talking about? And she just calls and basically says, uh, my husband's coming home smelling like uh, other perfumes. She just doesn't know why. Like she said, she can ignore a random smoke smell because sometimes he'll sneak a cig. But if you think about it, how long someone would have to linger on your fabric for it to transfer a smell that you will bring home hours later? That's uh, uh, quite a connection. I had thought about this. What if he's sitting in a chair that sometimes somebody else sits in? Okay. Could you get the perfume smell on you that way? Um, Maybe. I mean, I think this is a quick conversation. Like, you smell like old lady perfume. What's going on? What if your coat is hanging next to somebody else's coat who has that smell on them? Yeah. Uh, Karina said, why does she smell like an old lady? I don't know. Everybody has a uh, a choice of perfumes out there. I think you have to be absolutely certain before you blow this up. This is one of those that you can't put. You can't put the genie back in the bottle here. Right. You know what I mean? Natasha, thoughts on this when you heard it? Well, obviously your um, FBI skills need to come in handy first before you just flat out ask, like, hey, why do you smell like perfume? Because you got to lead up to it. So, like, okay, is he taking showers right away? That's the first thing that pops in my head. Is he taking showers out of the ordinary? Otherwise, I just flat out be like, What's that smell? Yeah. Smells like an old lady or something. You know, some, that's just what I would do. What if I he's like, because- yeah, give our secretary who's 70 a big hug goodbye every day because she needs it. What if he has like. See, and if he, can, an if he can explain it like that right away or if he's stumbling or stutters, you know, because people are when they're nervous, they stutter. Yeah. I would just I would just flat out just be like. Why does it smell like an old lady or something? I can guarantee that if this guy is cheating on her, that he already has a laundry list of excuses. So he'll be able to answer this question right straight up and look you dead in the eye. Yeah. 
or you could gaslight her and be like, what are you talking about? That's you. That's your perfume. You're the one that has the old lady perfume. Yeah. This is, you got to be careful here. I just don't know if I would ever do this. Thanks, Natasha. Have a good day. You got, you got to be absolutely positive. This one, you don't, I don't think you come back from something like this. This is a heavy accusation. I said my friend did the pop-ins. She actually found what she had thought was going on. And it was a sad, sad day. I got that photo. I just don't get. And I, just I was like, girl, don't understand the whole thing. If you're not happy, just leave. Exactly. Instead of really messing somebody else up like that. Well, some people are like, I just don't want to upset the other person. It's like it's going to upset them even more to stay with them even longer. They're going to feel so duped. Yeah, that's wasted time, man. You only yes. get so many seconds here. All right, thoughts. Definitely call or text. I want to keep what <laughs> Avery goes. I hate gaslighting. I don't know one person that likes it, Avery. It's such a defensive mechanism. Gaslighting is horrible. Usually, yeah, it's such a deflection thing. Let's begin now. Look at that. can almost smell the turkey from here. Guys, we're getting close. Welcome to Tuesday, 601 in the Playhouse. Ready for some fun. How we living, Kat? Good. I am making my turkey tomorrow, actually, and then I'm going to cut it up, and I'm going to put it into a crock pot with a couple of sticks of butter. And I'm going to put it in our garage. Crockpot, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Well, no, I'm going to cook it in the oven. Oh. Yeah. And then I'm going to carve it up, put it in the crockpot, and then I'm going to melt all the butter that day. It's going to cascade down the meat. It's going to be delicious. Put some rosemary and thyme on top and set it off. That's the plan. It's it's going to be an odd Thanksgiving because we're doing uh, part of it at my in-laws, but then... When the kids come home from college, my wife's like, should we do something non-traditional? I said, yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you want to do? And so we bounced it off my daughter, Regan. She goes, sushi. My wife's like, oh, I don't The other son, nah, I don't care what we have. Nah, I don't care. And then my wife came up with the idea. So the Trish is making two different pans of lasagna. Okay. We're going to do All a right. lasagna Christmas. Or lasagna Thanksgiving, sorry, and then bounce down to my in-laws for like the traditional stuff with the, yeah. the turkey and the. You should have done it like a fondue. Like well, that you know been what? Fun. It's really weird that you say that because uh, my wife was de- describing the fondue process to my daughter last weekend. She had come home to get some clothes washed or whatever, and and I I had to put the crush on it right away. Why? Because you can't get that smell out of your house for like you, months it's on be end. So nice outside. You do it on your deck. No, yeah. I just uh, I, cu- I couldn't do the fondue. I was like I had to put the kibosh on it right away. It's just uh, and it's so I my get gut rot so bad the next day from all that oil. Yeah, like there something doesn't sit right with me. So nah. So I think we're gonna do the uh, a lasagna. My wife's gonna do a uh, white sauce lasagna. Okay, and then the red sauce one with spicy sausage. Oh, okay. I get it. It's uh, it, I, it, we're kind of at that point where we're like a we, lot of eating. We've done every kind of turkey there is imaginable. Yeah. So maybe we're gonna let it rest a year. I love the sushi idea. Go get a sushi boat. So Have you ever gotten one of those? In those. I, oh my just, god, you're such a downer today. Just <laughs> I can't <laughs> even with you already. This is an all soup diet. An all soup diet, and there was actually a lot of different soups that I would enjoy. Low-sodium style soups. This is all you're eating, though? No. Well, uh, well, yeah, if it's an all-soup diet, well, yeah, it's all you're eating. yeah, my friend Chrissy, I'm not on board yeah, with but this. I'm just She's saying, an all-soup diet. Sounds boring. Going into the holidays, I don't know why she didn't start, start like, this two January months ago. January 1. Like, she should have started it and then given herself another five-pound buffer, you know? And then she wouldn't have to sit there and watch everyone else eat delicious food 
while she's over there like, mm, I'm just going to eat my squash soup. Some people like depriving themselves. I enjoy it. I know you do. It's very weird. You don't like ever want to crack like like you, you jump out of your skin because you want something so badly. No, keeps me centered. That's really weird. So I have a friend uh, speaking of the all whatever diet. It's called the carnivore diet. Have you heard this where you, you only eat meat? You, yes. you don't. Oh, eat, I remember you, you know, telling bro- me I, I was, about this. Diet. I was this close to doing it, right? So mm-hmm. I have a friend that did this, and this was like before I broke my neck when I was still like when I work out. I used to love to just lift as much as I can, as much as I can, even though my joints would hurt all the time. Like that was my mentality. I just wanted to see if I could get stronger for the next time, and um, and this is what this guy did. And so he wanted to get lean, and I think he started seeing some of these Instagram videos where guys only eat meat. All right, and you, you, you take all the bread, all the dairy out of your diet, and you only eat meat. You get any kind of meat, any kind of game you want, but it has to be cooked meat. Mm-hmm. What you don't understand is that your body will process this in a much different way. And it got to the point where he was about, I think he was almost four or five days in, and his diarrhea got so bad yeah. that he ended up in the hospital having to get fluids. He got dehydrated because his gut got so messed up that it would almost immediately pass the meat. Yeah. But in a liquid sense, like he had such an acid buildup in his stomach and stuff like that. Got so dehydrated. Now, lost a ton of weight, but also lost a ton of muscle mass. And what I had read online is if you can get past the uh, the adjustment period, your body will just learn to process this protein. And there are some bodybuilders that live on a carnivore diet. And then they'll take a pill for a supplement or something like that because they're missing out on other other, uh, elements and and vitamins and stuff like that. But you can get the majority of your diet out of just eating meat. But you need something. You you have to balance it out. Like, you can die from this. Yeah. I had a friend in high school, and she was on the cross-country team with me, and she was doing an all-watermelon diet, which will keep you hydrated. But I've always hated the concept of watermelon. It's a pointless fruit. It does not taste like anything. I don't enjoy it. Uh, we have a text coming in. I'm waiting for her to reply if it worked or not. No but my way. husband did the all potato diet. We had, we had I don't a caller do, do that. You can't do that. Yeah, we had a caller lose like 100 pounds. Can't do it. He did can't it. Can't sustain it. It's going to come back. I, I can guarantee it's too starchy. It is a lot of starch, but no butter or anything. Just plain. That doesn't make you happy, though. He lost weight, but also got terrible leg cramps a week in and quit. There's, okay. there's not enough magnesium in it. There's there, every Your body needs so many other minerals. Like you, you can't do just a blank diet and not have supplementation. You yeah. can't. But I feel like the all soup diet, you could do that because you could find soups with protein and vegetables in them. It's not just an all liquid, but it's just each can is 200 calories. So you got to start thinking of all the caloric intake you're going that's without. I mean, that's really, really, and that's fine if you have a calorie deficit as long as you're getting the nutrition. I just don't feel like you can get enough nutrition from soup. Yeah. So I asked her, can you put sour cream uh, and extra crackers, sharp cheddar like cheese on there? Maybe some scallions, pair it with some crackers. She said, no, just soup. So are you doing an all anything diet? Did it help you? And then why are you doing it around Thanksgiving? The worst part about all of this is I still consider trying this carnivore thing. Why? Because I, I think I can beat it. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.